I was born in Guadalajara, Mexico. When I was eight years old, my parents told me the craziest thing I had ever heard. We're moving to Alaska in the middle of winter. I was born and raised in Maracaibo, Venezuela, Tierra del Sol Amada, land loved by the sun. I was accepted into medical school. Three years into my degree, the university went on strike. I wanted to run away as far as I could. A family friend got transferred to Alaska and asked me if I wanted to come and visit. I asked my dad if I could come. Papi didn't say no right away. He said, absolutamente que no. <laughs> Five minutes talking to my mom, I was packing my bags to visit Alaska. The only thing I knew about Alaska is that I heard of the Bering Strait in class. Next thing I knew, my parents were enrolling me in Government Hill Elementary as they had heard of their Spanish immersion program and thought it would be the easiest transition into our new life. In my extensive second grade education and my knowledge of the head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes song, <laughs> I thought that I was an expert at speaking English. But then, on my first day, I realized all I could say was hello and knees and toes, knees and toes. <laughs> when I arrived into Anchorage, I was no longer wiping away my tears because they were frozen to my face. <laughs> I graduated from UAA with a degree in education. And as I was looking for jobs, it turns out that I was uniquely qualified for this new immersion program with the school district. In the fall, I had a class list, a classroom, 22 fifth and sixth graders, a unique program, all compacted into portable number 169. <laughs> My transition into school was really hard. I learned that teachers can be really mean. They all knew I didn't speak English and they didn't really care to help me. I also learned that other kids could be mean. Every time I would try to speak English, uh, I would make mistakes and they would just point and laugh. After a year and a half of being in this place that I hated and this place that just kept making fun of me, I knew everything would be different the first day of fifth grade as I walked into portable number 169. My classroom was Pinterest perfect. <laughs> My dream, which is probably the secret fantasy of every bilingual educator out there, is to be Jaime Escalante from Stand and Deliver. I would elevate and inspire these little angels to new academic heights. Turns out these little angels were taller than me, and one of them even threw his snack at me when I asked him to put it away. Anaeli. You were everything that was familiar to me, and I felt an instant bond. I remember we had this sign in class that we would have to flip over when it was time to switch from Spanish half of class to English half, and as hard as you tried to stick strictly to the schedule, every time you would get mad at us, you would just flip it back over and yell at us in Spanish. <laughs> I felt right at home. I remember Luz, a very quiet, clearly intelligent, with her cute little chubby cheeks, cute little short hair. Every time I would signal to turn the sign over to Spanish, I could see her come alive. She could totally be herself. Needless to say, that year, we were told to keep the language 50-50, English and Spanish. I kept the sign in Spanish for quite longer than I should have. 
That year, you really looked for opportunities to further my English speaking abilities in a way that didn't embarrass me in front of other kids for being a non-native speaker. You always found opportunities to coach me and help me succeed. Um, that first year, I had a lot of mistakes, and I had the most amazing kids to allow me to do do-overs. I remember one time I had asked the whole class to memorize all 54 countries in Africa with capitals, place them on the map for a quiz we had the next day. <laughs> I remember Luz raised her hand and said to me, no es posible. I never knew she was making so, so many mistakes. She just seemed more like a mom. She provided her support, not just to me, but to a lot of other kids in class that had difficult home lives, and even gave me a shoulder to cry on when my parents were getting a divorce. She made light of every situation, no matter how sad or grim it could seem, and we actually frequently teased her for not having a boyfriend. <laughs> that year in the fifth grade, it was like being in that love connection game show, and um, every time we had a male guest speaker come in, it was like, He's cute. Does he know she's single? It turns out that my fifth graders that year had more of a love life than I did. I remember catching Luz and Aaron right there, all giggly and suspicious in the corner of the classroom, playing spin the bottle with a couple of boys. Actually, it was truth or dare. <laughs> Love connection later on, a couple years later, did make a real connection when one of my students set me up with her uncle. I was brought to the U.S. as a child dreamer, and after graduating from high school as salutatorian, I got into Stanford. But my dream was quickly crushed as I realized that I couldn't afford the international student fees and I wasn't eligible for any student loans or any scholarships. So I picked myself back up. I got a hairdresser license. I got into UAA and did a, an accounting degree and a master's in business administration. I am now a CPA. <laughs> Despite my difficult path and given no choice to move here, I really wanted to give up many, many steps of the way. But what kept me going was the cliche saying, where there's a will, there's a way. I chose to immigrate. I leaped as far away as I wanted with the adult understanding of what leaving means. However, many of my students have walked into my classroom as immigrants. And they have walked in because of other people's decisions and circumstances beyond their control. The one wish I do have for every one of my students is that they do reach their full breadth of their potential. A teacher that fully invests themselves in their students can have a lifelong impact. In the time that I was in Anaeli's class, she showered me with her unconditional acceptance and her genuine kindness, and taught me to share that, not just with the people that were the same as me, but the people that were different. Here we are, 20 years later, and she continues to be my favorite teacher of all time, and I look up to her just as much as I did in the fifth grade. Teaching is not a profession that you just pick up and drop off at the classroom door. 
Um, you cannot serve a student that you do not love, even if they throw food at you. <laughs> they repay my investments with trust, hugs, dreams fulfilled, and achievements beyond my imagination. Watching you transform from that little timid girl trying to keep your head above water to the confident woman that we see today is the one great privilege of teaching.